Hi, I'm Pastor Jack Wilson, and this is Yeah Think. Today I want to talk to you about who's the boss? Who's the boss? Did you ever see that show on television? Who's the boss? That was uh, Tony Danza, and he was a housekeeper, and he worked for this woman, and of course the woman was the boss. And in many shows that you see today, uh, if you notice, the woman is always the one making the decisions or, or uh, telling the man what to do. Uh, the children make fun of the father but respect the mother. Uh, and this is all planned, folks. And, you know, uh, you could say, oh, nobody really planned that. But the devil did plan that. And he puts it in the minds of men to make this thing happen. No longer are the days of, like, father knows best. Remember that? Father knows best. It meant father knows best. If you had a problem, you'd go to father. And, and they show how it would work when they tried to get around the father or went to the mother without the father knowing. And it all comes back to you should have went to the father in the first place. Also, like, Leave it to Beaver. Leave it to Beaver was a, a very good show to show that the father was the head of the household. The mother took care of the household and she kept it wonderful as well as she kept herself wonderful. And the father did the same thing. He took care of his job. He took care of the uh, discipline of the children. Uh, he took care of his uh, uh, the way he looked, his dress. In those days, they wore suits. They wore, they wore hats. It was a different world then. And today, the devil has slowly come around to try to rip that world from the hands of Christian people. So then, uh, what does the Bible say? Well, you know what? In 1 uh, uh, Corinthians 11.3, uh, Paul says, But I would have you know that the head of every man is Christ, and the head of the woman is the man, and the head of Christ is God. So we have a hierarchy here, folks. And that hierarchy starts with God, goes to Christ, goes to man, and then goes to the woman. And so, if you would say, who's the boss? You would say, God. God is the boss. But you know what? There is no actual boss. A boss, kind of like, and, and God is the boss, without a doubt. But when you talk about a man and a woman, there is no boss. There is no uh, idea that you work for me and I'll fire you if you don't do your job right, or uh, or you won't get a raise. That, 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 that concept of boss is wrong. A lot of men say, I'm the boss of my family. Well, how much do you pay your wife? Okay, it's a different story. But if you say, who's the leader in the family? It should be the man. Why should it be the man? Because men are far more intelligent than women. Ha! That's a joke. I know a lot of women that'll... Uh, beat out a man hands down but as far as intelligence go well uh, uh, men are more just than women not true not, none of the things you could say about a man being better than a woman is true except for the fact that if the man is led by God he has every advantage over the woman now why is it that the the man is the uh uh, the head over the woman. First Timothy 2.11 says, 
Let the woman learn in silence with all subjection. Now, this is not an Old Testament law, folks. This is New Testament writing. Okay? New Testament writing. 2.12 says, But I suffer, or I allow not a woman to teach, nor to usurp authority over the man, but to be in silence. Women are not supposed to be teaching men. Why? Because God said so. You need another, you need another answer? Because God said so. And if you cannot accept because God said so, then you you need to be someplace else. Maybe you should become a Mormon or a Hare Krishna or something. And and here's the explanation for those who want one. First uh, Timothy 2.13 says, For Adam was first formed. God made Adam. That was the world. And then he made Eve. And Adam was not deceived. But the woman being deceived was in the transgression. She was the one who ate from the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and then passed it on to Adam. And notwithstanding, she shall be saved in childbearing if they continue in faith and charity and holiness with sobriety. I'm going to tell you something. The, the woman that I, I heard had the least amount of pain in childbearing was my very own wife. She's a very good woman of God, and she's always before the Lord in prayer, and she's always uh, doing for the Lord. And when it came time to have our babies, they popped out like, uh, I don't know, I, I don't know. They popped out really quick, though, and it was very easy for her. So uh, where does that put the woman? Does it put her at that low class? Uh, does it put her at the bottom of the line? Is your pet dog more uh, uh, endearing to you than your wife? Of course not. Don't, don't be ridiculous. And you know what? Normally common sense should rule a man's mind. Common sense. And if you're thinking anything else, you have no common sense, and you have no godly wisdom. Okay? God uh, said in Genesis 2.18, It is not good that the man should be alone. Why? Because the man can't function by himself. I'm not saying there's no exceptions to the rule, but as the general rule is, a man needs somebody to be with him, a partner. I know myself, if I go take a walk someplace, I want somebody to be with me. I don't want to be alone. How do you laugh at the movies by yourself? How do you enjoy a nice dinner with no one else sitting across from you? No, it's, you need someone. And the rest of that verse says, I will make him a, and most people get this wrong, they think it says help me. I don't know what the heck a help meet is. But it says, I will make him and help, should be a comma there, meet for him. In other words, I will give him a partner that is just right for his needs. You know, I, I, I used to tell people about how they uh, uh, understood their job. And I said, when I was in construction, uh, I would have a hammer in my hand and be have my hand against the wall in a position like I was holding something, and I'd start looking around. And right away, the helper would know 
I needed a nail. Okay, there was a help, meat for me. He knew what I needed, and he supplied that need. And that's that's what uh, the woman is for the man. That That is why uh, she was made for the man. Now, the next thing we have to ask is, is the woman stupid? And, of course, if we... If we look at tests and scores and, and things throughout the world, we'll find out that women are far from stupid. So why can't they lead? Because God said so. We go back to that again. God said so. Okay? And, and that's all right. There has to be an order of things. If you go into a corporation, you have the, the board of directors, you have this, you have that, but then you have the CEO the one who runs the whole thing. And the last the last uh, order of business goes to him. He says yay or nay. Why? Because if you had two people saying yay or nay, and one said yay and one said nay, the whole place would be in an uproar. It's the same thing with your family. If your children say, can we go to the park? And you say yes, and your wife says no, there's something. What do the children do? They need to obey one and disregard the other. Who are they going to obey? They're going to obey the one that makes them feel the best. Oh, yes, you can go to the park. So now the one who said no is going to feel bad. Let the man decide or grab him on the side and say, Honey, I know you want to let them go to the park, but we're going to eat in 10 minutes and I prepared dinner. Oh, all right, that makes sense. Kids, you can't go to the park. Why not? You're going to eat dinner in 10 minutes. So you see, it, it, it's simple to work things out, but the bottom line is the man needs to be in charge because there's more than one reason for him being in charge, but the big reason is discipline and respect. The children know that if they do wrong, they will be disciplined, and they know that they should respect their father. And if they respect their father, they'll respect others in church, in business, in friends, everything. So that's what we need to do, folks. We need to understand uh, why a father is important in the house. Now, is the mother important at all? Some might say, well, yeah, she cooks, she cleans, she sews. She... Listen, let me tell you something. Oh, I hate to admit this. I hope my wife doesn't listen to this. But the woman does more than the man does in the house, Okay. And the man is a, uh, like I said, he's the CEO of the corporation. But he gets to wear a suit and a tie where the, where the wife wears coveralls and gets down in the ditches and really does the hard stuff. She's really a respected member of the family. And now, should we value her opinion on things? Well, there's two sides of that story. There have been times that I had wanted to go a certain way on something and my wife said, Honey, really, can we can we do it this way, please? Now, for you men who really love their wives and, and understand what I'm about to say, we are sometimes controlled by our emotions. In other words, I don't want to hurt my wife. I want my wife to have a blissful life and and so I'm going to do it her way. And then later on, after it's done, you look at it and you said, why? Why did I listen to her? This was so wrong. Does that mean the woman's always wrong? Not at all. But 
when you want to do something, your wife comes to you and says, Honey, don't you think this way might be a little bit more effective? And in your heart, you know she's right? Go that way. Because God has given her a word to tell you. But if you don't feel it, don't do it. If you're a man of God, following God, and you don't feel what she's telling you is right, don't let her talk you into it. Like Eve, Eve talked to uh, Adam into eating the fruit. Just no good. You need to respect your wife. You need to give her the, the uh, respect and honor she deserves. You need to treat her uh, in the best way possible. But you don't have to give in to everything she desires. That's just not the way it was meant to be. I am very fortunate. I have a wife that has a better appreciation for the value of a dollar than I do. And so she's not one to say, oh, give me new furniture or give me this new or give me that new. She's never been that way. And uh, I really appreciate it. Not that I wouldn't want to give her anything she wanted, but she is in control of her own desires and emotions when it comes to spending. But there's many wives out there that always want something. Oh, Betty has a fur coat. I wish I could have one. And then the man feels guilty. Oh, the Johnsons just got a new dining room set. Nas is 10 years old. I wish we could get a new dining room set. I mean, my wife is, is good because she understands not only the value of the dollar, but what do we really need in life? When you think about what you need, you need a good wife. You need good children. You need a good family relationship. And whether you sit on rocks and f cook your food over a fire or you have the best elegant dining room set and the best chefs making your food, it's all going to be the same as long as you have a good family. And I have a good family. By the way, I'm the president of Payada's Mission Outreach and uh, Payada's Baptist Church. I'm the CEO of both of them. Uh, my wife is the president of both of them. And uh, what happens is this. If it wasn't for my wife, now I'm not saying God couldn't make me do it, but if it wasn't for my wife, the things of the church would be so difficult. But she is great with the paperwork. She is great dealing with the government. She is great dealing with the schools. Uh, we have a lot to do there. And uh, although I coordinate all these things, there are people who carry it out. I don't sweep the floor, but I do put somebody in charge of sweeping the floor. And those people carry out their duties to make it work. And my wife does that top of the line. There's nobody better than my wife that I know of that does these things. So she is a help. Meet with my needs. Meet with the needs of the church and holy unto God. Folks, I want to tell you the bottom line is this. Your wife, the Bible says, is the weaker vessel. That means she could be a pain in the neck. Oops, did I say that? I hope she didn't hear that one. Yeah, she could be a pain in the neck. 
But sometimes you have to overlook that. Sometimes you got to back off and take it easy a little bit because she doesn't know how to give the right respect. She doesn't know how to obey the right way. And if she did, you wouldn't be talking about this right now. But the truth of the matter is, sometimes she don't agree with you and wants to fight you on it. And sometimes it's so hard, you don't know what to do. No, folks, strangling is not a good alternative to loving your wife. I'll give you an example. There was a time where, oh, we had a fight, and she was wrong. There was no doubt about it. She was wrong, and I went into my room, and I laid down on the bed, and I actually started crying. Now, I'm a grown man. I, I'm not tending to crying fits. I'm not a sissy. I'm certainly not a new ager or anything, but I was just so wasted out of this whole argument, and I say, God, why did you give me this woman? You either have to teach her or break us up. Do something because this will not work. I know I'm not allowed to hit my wife. That's never an alternative. So I come to you, God. Within five minutes, she was in the room crying and telling me she was wrong and asking me to forgive her. The answer to dealing with your wife is to talk to your father. When your wife does not submit to who's in her charge, who's, who's in charge of her, which are you, then you need to go to the one that's in charge of you and tell him your problem. I always thought that if uh, Eve, uh, if Adam would have said to God, God, the woman you gave me ate from this tree. I don't know what to do. Can you fix this thing for me? God would have fixed it. But he didn't do that. Gentlemen, remember, your wife is your right arm. You keep her by your side. You hold her. You love her. And yes, there's times when things will go wrong. Just make it go right again. It will. Just talk to God. He'll make it right again. Folks, if you have any questions or comments on today's episode, you can email me at 7101 at usa.net. That's 7101 at usa.net. Now, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, let our people out there realize their positions in the family. Let the fathers love and take care of the, serve the, uh, their family and and love their wives and honor them and let the wives obey the husbands and honor them and be the wives that they're supposed to be, just like in the virtuous woman. Lord God, give them all peace and understanding. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless and have a nice week.